Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode. I am excited to bring Kara to all of you. And if you've been listening to my previous episodes, you've probably mentioned, heard me mention her and Renee multiple, multiple times. And the reason for that is Kara was a woman who really stepped up when I went through some really intense spiritual warfare along with a handful of other women. And her and Renee came together and did a ton of clearing for, you know, about 10 of us and were just so supportive because they have also been through similar experiences and are really committed to serving the light. So Kara Goss is a multidimensional healer, awakener, and ascension facilitator. She has the mission of helping others connect to their essence and their true self. She works with archangels, intuition, higher self, and the I am presence to help clients develop a sense of trust, freedom, compassion, and self-empowerment. And right now I am going through her Warrior of Light training and it has been really incredible and insightful and giving me so many tools to help me understand when there is energy present that's not mine, when there is interference, when there may be darkness at play. And whether we like it or not, I think many of us are feeling and seeing the fact that all the darkness is coming to the surface right now. And as it comes to the surface, anything that resides in us, around us, or that is impacting us may become more visible. And I think having the tools to understand that is so, so important. So in this episode, we talk a little bit about everything, energy, Cara's Awakening, so many incredible nuggets. Um, And I'm going to link Cara's information in the show notes so that if you feel called to work with her a little bit more or be in her energy or take one of her courses, you can get that from her website. And she's also giving us some goodies, which are all linked in the show notes as well. Before we dive into this episode, Right at the end, Kara and I started to talk a little bit about how important it is to really get the nourishment your body needs to have your optimal spiritual awakening and how important it is to get the nourishment from the food. She talks about food having codes, which isn't something I've heard before, but makes sense because I think about when I had my spiritual awakening, it was really when I started to dial in my nutrition. 
And so what I've done, because I personally, this is my personal belief after having had many health problems myself, is that supplementation is necessary for me. And I'm going to do another episode. The episode that goes out next week will be all on nutrition and supplements and what I do, because I think it's something that I've moved away from. And and I just have so many stories to share from you. But that being said, there are five supplements I usually recommend for people as a registered dietitian. These are the ones that I most commonly see people struggle to get the fullest variety of and struggle to maintain. So what these are is vitamin D, a multivitamin. Um, I take like a fruits and greens every day from, and the the supplements I recommend are all third-party tested from a pharmaceutical company. So these are the ones I personally use as a registered dietitian. I have access to these and I want to share them with you because if you have been just taking kind of like supplements that are out there, you know, you go to Amazon and order your multivitamin every month. It may not, it may very well have what you need in it. And I've done that before because sometimes I get in a pinch and I don't put an order in through my pharmaceutical company, but we don't always know what we're getting when we order supplements like that. And that's why I just recommend people go through a company that is reputable like Metagenics, Orthomolecular. I personally go through Nutridyne. I've been with them because they're local in Minnesota and that was just who I kind of started my supplement journey with. Um, Anyways, I take a fruits and greens through them. I take vitamin D through them. I take a multivitamin. Um, What else? Oh, omega-3 fatty acids. Most people in the United States, I'll go through this on the episode that I'm going to share, but most people in the United States are getting like one omega-3 to every six omega, or to every 20 omega-6s. And the ratio is supposed to be like one to four. So it's just most people aren't getting what they need. And then a probiotic, which if you haven't listened, I'm sure I have episodes on gut health. Um, if you guys want to know more about this self, just let me know if this is stuff you're interested in. I'm happy to talk about it. I have so much knowledge on it. I do a ton of research for myself. Um, And it's just stuff that fascinates me. So I will share that all in the next episode, but I will link those five key supplements that I take in the show notes. If it's something that you've been looking for a high quality supplements company and you're wondering what the heck you should be supplementing, um, those are the five that I really recommend for people. Disclaimer, always talk to your medical provider, always talk to a healthcare provider when adding in anything new. So without further ado, oh, and then also... A few of you have still been asking about my um, the fearless codes and the manifestation codes, which are my light language activations. Those are linked in the show notes as well, so you can drop down below and get them. And that's all I have for you guys. Let's dive in. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am extremely excited for today's interview. You guys have heard me talking about Kara. The past couple of past couple of episode, I have mentioned that I am in her Warrior of Light training, and we're just gonna. I mean, before we even started recording, she has mentioned so many incredible nuggets and pieces of wisdom. So I'm excited for the message she is going to share with all of you today. 
Kara, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and your story? Yeah, absolutely, here. Shelby. Thank you so much for having me. I really genuinely appreciate being here. And, you know, um, gosh, a little bit about me is uh, I'm a typical person. I love being human being as well. I think it's important to honor our human side as well as our spiritual side and come back down from the clouds and actually embody the spiritual self. So I am a mom of four and I absolutely, um, I actually, gosh, I love eating a lot and I actually eat sugar and I'm gonna say that for some reason like it's okay like we're not evil if we eat sugar it's not great for the DNA and the awakening process let's not judge ourselves and so I'm gonna get that out of it <laughs> right now me for everyone who's like gummy <laughs> I think it's important to honor both sides of our being and, and to really um, allow ourselves to honor, you know, the persona, right? So as we awaken, we keep our persona, we keep our personality. Um, there's a lot of people who are afraid, you know, that they're not going to keep that through the ego death and things. So it is important to understand that we're allowed to keep that personality side to ourselves. But a little bit about me is, and the reason why I'm going to share that part right up front is, so about seven years ago, um, I, I had literally an overnight awakening where I, I literally went to bed as Kara um, insurance salesperson, mom, doing the whole school thing, coaching basketball, had no awareness of like religion, angels, spirituality, nothing to the sort. And I literally woke up out of bed um, awake. So I had a spontaneous awakening and it was very traumatic. Actually, it was very hard to integrate and it was really quite scary because there was so much happening. You know, I was hearing a lot of things. I had a lot quote on the integration and understanding this ascension process was really just my electromagnetic field, you know, impacting the reality fields around me, causing disruptions in electricity and, you know, like my, uh, my uh, locks on my car going up and down and such. But at first I thought I had been possessed by the devil. I, I was terrified. I was scared to death. And I was seeing a lot of interference. I woke up in consciousness level where there's interference, that bridge between the 4D to the 5D. And, but I didn't know that at the time. So I went and I talked to my grandmother who was deeply religious. And the only thing she told me was, that I needed to just, as long as I worked with God and the angels, I would be fine. So it was funny because I went home and I, for whatever reason, heard this voice in my head that was telling me that I needed to make holy water. And I had no idea what holy water was, but all of a sudden, you know, I've like got this water and I've got this salt and I'm like doing like, oh dear God, you know, I'm so sorry. I didn't believe in you. Like, come help me. Like, you know, I'm doing like all this stuff. And then I just start, it was like, you know, understanding it now I was channeling. I started channeling 
and talking over this and combined it together. And I think I sat with it for like three days because I was terrified that like shit was going to go flying off the walls and you know, like what you see in the movies, but it wasn't, it was actually quite a beautiful experience. And so I used the water and everything started to calm down. And I can remember the last part of that was I went to the mirror and I literally commanded everything that was dark and everything that was within me that was unpure to be commanded out of me. And you know, before that day, I can remember my entire childhood always being afraid to look myself in the eyes. Like I could never look at myself in, in the mm. eyes. I was always terrified of myself. And from that point on, it was like complete change. And that's when I started um, connecting with the archangels and started being guided to doing chakra clearing. And these teams of angels were teaching me about energy and how and how energy works and why it's important to, you know, protect your energy, but not necessarily protect out of fear right? Mm -hmm. But to strengthen those energetic muscles, to raise your frequency, to raise your light so that you can access the greater wisdom that's already locked within your DNA. And so that's what we started doing. We started doing chakra meditations every single day. Had never heard of a chakra. Didn't even know if I was spelling it right, but I went to YouTube and it was a thing so I was like okay this is a thing I'm gonna do it <laughs> and, wow. and that's how my journey actually began was doing chakra meditation and self-awareness like we talk about in class where we just really deeply allow ourselves to feel our body and to connect and feel and be observing and allowing our thoughts and our emotions and, and being that witness and just allowing it to come through and just being mm -hmm. present with it. So I did that two hours every single day. And wow. it's in that silence that I was got, taught and guided. And, you know, then I was told that I was going to step out into the community and I was going to be a healer and a teacher of love. And if you knew where I lived, I'm in a very small little town that's really deeply religious. And I was like, okay, let's do this shit. Let's go. <laughs> I had no fear. You know, I was like, but I was so in love with spirit and so trusting of spirit. And you know, that's the thing. I've never not trusted spirit. And so that's what we did and I can remember I learned Reiki and they were teaching me and I would let the people know you know like I'm learning you know mm -hmm. and um it was so beautiful it was so beautiful and then the Palladians then not too long after I would say three months in came in and started teaching me quantum healing techniques and why it was important and they taught me about energy transfer which was the one thing that was missing in a lot of the energetic and healing practices, but it's one of the most important practices, no matter what you're doing with another individual, whether it's energy work or coaching. So 
Amazing. So I have so many little, little questions I want to, I want to dig in a little deeper. So the first thing that you said was the electromagnetic field. So I just want, cause I know there's people at all places on their spiritual journey and spiritual path who listen to this episode or these podcast episodes. And I want them to be able to understand and not feel like, what does that mean? That's way over my head. So what was your electro? What is electromagnetic field, and what was happening with? So you said like car locks would go up and down, probably some stuff with lights, other things. What is that? <laughs> what, what, what do we all have? Like, if someone was totally new to this concept, why was that occurring, or wh- how does that even happen? <laughs> well, how the, how it happens is like this. So if we go to basic understanding. So we know that absolutely everything in the universe is made of energy. It's made of specific atoms that have positive, negative, uh, neutral, you know, charges to them and the vibrational rate and how these atoms are constructed will create the frequency and the vibrational pattern to them. And those, the way the atoms come together, create those uh, sinusoidal wave patterns, which is your frequency, your vibration. And that is what distinguishes every single thing in a computer, whatever the material or the object is, every single thing has what we would call like an orc field around it of some kind so it has a living field even if even wood even if it's been cut down has a living field of resonance around it so we are basically in the core of our being we have an electro electrical field and we have a magnetic field we're electromagnetic in our being in the way that we're composed our atoms and our structure has a positive and a negative charge along with a neutral charge which is our grounding current and we know scientifically that if that you know that charge is disrupted for example um, if the neutron or the protons are interfered with like in the white cells they're gonna we can create a disease and autoimmune problems so essentially our bodies are like radio receivers and transmitters we put off an energy and we receive energy and so if the electromagnetic field which many people call like the aura or there's many levels to your field so you have your subtle body and you have your varying 12 levels around you if any of those are imbalanced say for example there's too much of an imbalance in that magnetic field and you have static then you might see like shoots of light in front of you and and you might actually hear the pop of the electric but it's actually in your field and so people think that it's you know something entity Mm. or otherwise and it can also because it's an electromagnetic wave pattern it can interfere with your electronics which is why when so many people start coming into like this higher frequency they'll notice like their phone batteries drain very quickly their computers like their internet isn't as great or you know all these different things that are running off of electricity can start to short circuit Mm. or fry or just kind of (laughs) a little haywire and it's because your energy is actually not grounded so if you could imagine 
when we have to plug our TV into the wall, right? We need that grounding current so that the electricity has a nice smooth flow between the positive and the negative channel. And then we have the grounding current, that neutral charge to anchor everything, to keep it flowing really nice. We are the same way. And if we don't have that ground, or if the positive or the negative charge in our fields are imbalanced, we too can actually have damage. And we see that through dis-ease, anxiety, depression, um, you know, autoimmune problems, chronic fatigue, chronic pain, that is an imbalance in the electromagnetics of the energy field too. So, but it can impact the world, the electronics around you, if that makes yeah. sense. So you got to ground, you got to ground, 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 whenever you're first starting this awakening process. And it's also I what creates physical pain. Yeah. That makes so much sense. And I've never heard it explained so well. Like it, it, yeah, that, that is the perfect explanation. I think I've had a hard time wrapping words around it, but it sounds like too is that's maybe something that you see the inner, can you, so I'm always curious because I'm not a person who can see how people experience the world when that vision gets turned on and when they're starting to experience all these different dimensions all at once. Is that something that you can see when you look at someone of like electromagnet? It feels it's that someone, something that like people can pick up on. How do we know when it's out of balance? Is that something aside from the symptoms? Is it something that can be seen or shifted or changed? What does that look like? Um, for me, um, if someone like if someone is coming to me and they're out of balance, I can see that. Yes. Like in mm. the energy field, um, it looks like literally like if you could take for a moment a Tesla ball. Right. So that Tesla ball has those those shoots of electricity and they're kind of like all over the place and they're not really having any specific direction to them. That's what the energy field looks like. But if you remember, if you touch a Tesla ball, right, and you make that, that mm -hmm. connection and you ground then from your body to this connection and you close that circuit, you can then direct that electrical shoot, right? And mm -hmm. you can recircuit and reground the person in that way by directing and rebalancing just that quickly. So people just have to remember that they just have to create that circuit, you know, that grounding circuit, that grounding channel. But at the same time, if a person has had, you know, like autoimmune problems for a long time, if they've had anxiety for a long time, we can't negate the fact that we are also dealing with a physical body that has neural pathways that are going to also need to um, be readjusted, you know, new neural pathways are going to have to be formed as old ones are turned off. And so anxiety can take a little bit of time to reset that nervous system, to get the uh, parasympathetic nervous system to begin to respond in a more positive way. But it can absolutely be done. And that's why we say on the awakening journey, the very first step to healing is healing the nervous system. Because as you are that radio receiver and transmitter, and you're coming into these higher states of awareness, you know, these higher states of frequency, what's happening is your brain is scanning, as it always has, your reality around you. And it's giving you about 
10% of your reality field. So you are consciously aware of about 10% at all times of what's around you. But as you begin to awaken, you become much more sensitive because your DNA is activating and that is what's reading your environment. And so you begin to pick up on the more subtle and higher frequency waves. And these waves carry information. And these waves are what we call, quote unquote, dimensional frequencies. And within this information is new reality sets that we, at one point in time, were never really able to read. So it's like learning how to tune your radio station to a new frequency and get the static out of the line, you know, to be able yeah. to become a clear quote unquote channel. And so the more that you can keep your body open with your breath and really not ask that many questions, but be in a state of awareness, self-awareness too. Um, but it's like your, your brain is learning how to read and witness and perceive these new energies and so learning how to breathe through it, understanding that it, your nervous system is going to respond with anxiety, fear, stress um, at first because it's been conditioned to keep you safe all these years. And this is also a physical evolution that we're going through. Like we're literally evolving as human beings. And so we are learning how to read these higher frequencies and coming into these new realities. And the body is also very new at it. So it's, it's automatic response is going to be, this doesn't feel safe. You have to train your body to also respond to your mind and reminding it that it does feel safe, which is why meditation, chakra work, uh, sound healing, body work, whatever your way is, whatever your path is for healing is going to be the best. But it's always healing the nervous system first because mm -hmm. you have to learn how to relax so that your DNA is relaxed so, so that the light and the information that's trying to like light it on fire, if you could imagine like a sparkler just lighting it up and sipping it down, um, can come in and it can release new awareness, new realities, new understandings, new revelations, new perceptions, etc. And so it's that's why we call it a process. And I always say that's mm -hmm. why you can't skip a step, you can't skip a level, and you're best to just be present exactly where you are because then you're not offering um, any resistance and you're allowing yourself to learn how to be in this moment right now and it's a process I love that I think I want to I'm just remembering the few things I wanted to ask you but I do want to talk about energy transference because that's something that we've been talking about a lot in the classes that I've been going through with you and I, I feel myself becoming more sensitive like you were just mentioning to the energy around me which I've always been a sensitive person but now it feels like it's amplified so I can imagine that people are starting to pick up on a lot more stuff during this time as we're having this mass awakening how do what what let's start with what is energy transference what does that mean we all have you know we everybody goes to well we're all one well yes at the highest levels we're all one but we still have our own individual unique expression right so we have our soul expression um and we have you have 
low frequency emotions and you have higher frequency emotions. One's not good, one's not bad, but one can is like kind of life taking and the other is life giving. And so that's kind of how we look at it, but we don't want to really reject our own emotions. Like we're not here to run away from our ego or kill it or we want to be so present with everything. But what energy transfer is, is whenever we are having a bad day or we're not really on that healing journey or maybe we're helping another person through the healing journey and they have emotions which carry information in a frequency set. So it has information inside of it. So, you know, as an empath, you can physical pain. Physical pain has metaphysical weight to it. It has a density to it. And so do emotions. And so whenever we're um, working with an individual, whether that's, I work with many psychologists and psychotherapists and doctors and, um, you know, actors, and, you know, so it's not just energy healers, it's body workers, it's every profession. When you're close contact with another person, you know, and you're exchanging information or emotions or some sort of connection with them in that way, you create like a corded connection. And that creates that super highway of information. So say you're working as a life coach and you're helping that person with anxiety and you don't realize that there's a quantum connection there to disconnect that after the session and you just kind of go on about your day, you might start to feel anxiety later in the day and it doesn't even belong to you because you're still on a quantum level connected to your client and your client might be having a panic attack or you might absorb some of that fear energy, that fear frequency, because all emotions are energetic frequencies that are traveling through the energy body. So they all have a density, subtle body in your own chakra system, in your own energy field. And then you are trying to process them out um, as your own and you can't. <laughs> it's impossible. You can't process a frequency that's not, that doesn't belong to you, that's not yours to heal. You'll never find the root. Say, for example, you're dealing with a client who maybe has a lack of abundance issues, poverty consciousness issues, they're always struggling. What you may find over time is even though you know how to make that money and you're on fire and you're doing your thing and you're rolling, you might begin to that you're starting and you can't really seem to put it on figure it out put it you know put your finger on it and it's because the energetic frequency is what is creating that in your space so it can create physical pain it can create emotions that don't belong to you um, and you can just literally like tune in and pull them out and send them back with healing, love, and blessings and then deal with what's yours. And we call that energy extraction. So we take out what doesn't belong to us and we send it back with healing, love, and blessings. And then we go deep into what is yours and why is it there? We don't need to do the inner child healing thing. We just need to kind of get to the root cause with what is going on and then 
let's neutralize it, let's be present and allow everything to flow. The other thing is negative thought forms. And this is the most common reason why we talk about energy transfer is because negative thought forms. So how I can like an energy transfer in the most um, viable way, hopefully it comes forward in an uh, understandable way for you guys, is if you know how like if you listen to a song on a radio and you had to turn the song off and then like it gets stuck in your head and it's like on this mental loop and you're like, oh my God, I got to listen to that song so I can get this song out of my head. That's because yeah. literally <laughs> like the bandwidth that's carrying the song from the radio tower to the car radio to you that information, which is the song in the frequency wave, has gotten stuck in your field. And so as your brain and your, your brain is doing what it does and it's scanning its environment, it's bumping up against this, this bubble that's con containing this frequency, which is containing this song, and then it's replaying through your mind. Now, that's what we call you know, negative thought form looping. And a lot of people have thoughts that don't belong to them in their field, but they think that it's them because their brain has, you know, they've picked it up, energetic transfer by working in close contact with people and not clearing their energy, not cutting cords. You know, it's just basic spiritual maintenance and mm -hmm. they don't clear them out. So they're like thinking that it's their thoughts, trying to figure it out. What is it? But it's not even theirs. And, mm. um, <laughs> and we see that all the time. You <laughs> can pick those so that's why I'm saying like it's so easy you know and one thing I was never taught by anyone was actual energetic maintenance and it is one of the most um, amazing things that you could do for your health not only for your health but for the person you're working with because mm -hmm. these things are transferable so it's almost like sticking your hands in muddy water with this client and then going over and working on this client with the same muddy hands so that mm -hmm. you know, that would be likening to for those of you who you know are involved in the virus thing whether whether whatever your viewpoint is like okay I'm gonna work on this positive person here and I'm not going to take any precautions. I'm going to go here. And it's the mm. same thing, only it's in the invisible field. So people don't understand it. And over time, what begins to happen for a lot of, you know, Reiki practitioners, especially um, who are really opening their fields and having contacts, psychologists who are working with like depression, life coaches who are dealing with real hard life stuff with their people is you know, they, they, be, they never clear the field. And then these thought forms, these emotions can get transferred over to their client. And then their client is also having these thoughts, but they don't realize that. Mm -hmm. So it's, I mean, we're quantum and it's everywhere. So it's really nothing to fear. Like we don't need to be like, oh my God, I'm hurting this person. I'm hurting that person. But over time, if you notice in the individuals who don't clear their field, like energy healers, practitioners, over time they get really tired. So mm -hmm. where energy healing is supposed to leave you very revitalized and refreshed and energized, they don't feel that way and they're starting to get sick and they're starting mm -hmm. to get run down and they're exhausted and they're like, oh my gosh, I can't pull the energy through today. And you know, you do, you get really heavy and run down and it's because they were never taught to just do a quick clear in between your clients. Like, call in the light or however you cut your cords, just 
cut the cords, remove it, you know, set the intention, have the angels come in, use a sword of fire, just intend. So, you know, I said in class, you know, at the end of every session, my thing is, is I have a very quick statement and everyone's free to borrow it if they're drawn, is between the client and I, I hereby revoke any consent for any person, being, or group to be within any level or layer of my particular energy fields. I hereby send back any energies that I have unknowingly taken on from my client with healing, love, and blessings. I call back any energies that may belong to me that I accidentally have left behind with my client. And I hereby cut all cords between my client and myself. This session is now over. This session is now over. This session is now over. And then, you know, I'll visualize ultraviolet fire and I'll run it up my body and down and get those energies out. Um, and it's something that could be as quick as that could make all the difference in the world for your longevity, for how you're feeling at the end of every single day, um, because energy transfer can leave a person feeling drained, heavy, feeling like they're off purpose, like they don't wanna do it anymore. It starts to have, mm -hmm. you can get sick um, because it's a lot. So if you could see like I, like you know, we, we do when we see energy, it looks just like a whole big muddy bucket, just like oozing down the person and cords just all over them and then once that's all fixed they feel amazing <laughs> Most i believe that i believe yeah. that yeah so it's it's really vitally important you know but it's not really talked about a whole lot but you know it's not like we have to be scared of other people do you know what i mean or scared yeah of harm for a client it's really just spiritual hygiene so that you're operating from the best version of you you know offering that love to yourself offering it to your client you know in the same way being of the best service for both of you i love that and i love that it's not just coaches and healers because i think about when i was working at i worked at a hospital a veterans hospital as a dietitian those men would come in, they're 60, 70, and they have PTSD and depression and bipolar and all these chronic illnesses, anxiety, you know, all, a lot of mental health stuff. And that was a lot of what we ended up talking about in those appointments because the food wasn't really the root of the issue. It was all the emotional and energetic stuff underneath it. But I, after two or three years, was slurring my speech and forgetting everything and exhausted and gut health issues. And I did not know anything about energy at that point in time. I was just like, this job sucks I'm tired <laughs> every day and I feel like shit, <laughs> I'm going to leave, you know? And it's like, I think if I had had these tools, it would have made things feel a lot better because I could have held space without leaving there so exhausted every day. So I think this is beautiful because it can be if, if you're working a normal nine to five job, going into work, working with people, if you go into a grocery store, if you're a healer, it doesn't matter what you do. It's just how kind of wondering is, is there a way, and I, I'm sure this is a practice for people to really be able to know themselves really well, but is there a way or what, what do you, you know, when we tune into ourselves, how do we know what is ours and what isn't? Is there any sort of clues 
or cues that can kind of help us understand is this emotion mine or not because I think sometimes especially when you're new new to tuning into your energy and I know I sometimes I'm like is this mine I don't even know like <laughs> how do I how do I start to understand what really truly is mine and what's not well it is something that requires discernment and it's something that takes time true but there is a practice if you if you would like for example say for example we'll go with low back pain and we'll run through a practice for your listeners there are a few listeners that are having typically a lot of emotional stuff and the emotional stuff is normally held the majority of it belongs to other people so as a seer being able to see the group already that will be tuning in we're going to walk through this practice okay of being able to get in tune with your own energy for a moment. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a nice deep breath and we're just going to kind of relax the body. We're just going to begin to breathe and let the body just kind of get heavy and just heavy and relax and relax and just breathe and set the intention to expand and it's okay if you don't know what expand means. Your higher self in your, your mind does. So you're just going to breathe and expand. And it allows your fields to kind of open. And what we're going to do is, if you could imagine that your mind, in the same way that you would like be scanning down a page, just quick scan reading, you're going to be scanning and feeling the energy, feeling your body, allowing yourself to connect to the tension, to the tightness, and really scanning down your shoulders, coming down through your belly. And some of you may feel this tension in the belly. And if you don't want to work on the back and you're called to work on another area of the body, that's okay. Do so. The practice is still going to be the same. So discovering how to find out energy that's not yours. So in this example, wherever you are in your body, what you're going to do is you're going to sort of begin to feel that density, that tightness, that tension in your body. And you're going to kind of define it and give it a size. So like, how big is it, right? How big is this energy? So, so the size of a volleyball, is it the size of a dime? And as you begin to breathe, focusing in on this energy, like this visual, we're going to look at the color. Is it gray? Is it black? If it's showing up as a beautiful, vibrant color, we might want to peel that color back and go a little bit deeper into it. You might see that it might be a different color underneath there. And then we're just going to deeply trust. And you may sense, see, hear, feel, or just know the questions to answer. Okay, 
So really feeling this energy. We're going to literally ask this particular field of energy how much in percentage of this energy belongs to somebody else. And don't doubt what you get. Don't doubt at all the number that you hear. And then what we're going to do is we're going to say, okay, I lovingly release and send this energy back to its origination point to be healed with love and blessings. And then just witness that leaving and breathe and reconnect with this energy and feel what's yours. And the more you're able to feel the energy that belongs to you, your brain is learning how to read these subtle frequencies, whether you consciously realize it or not, which is why tuning in and feeling amplifies your ability to pick up on these finer energetic frequencies within and around you. So feeling into that energy that's yours, what we're going to do now is we're going to get the emotion that's here. The emotion come forward and let the thought, the story come forward. And then let's just imagine that we can Put a great big golden radiating sun in front of this energy out. Just draws it all right out. Almost like it's just like a vacuum, just suctioning this energy out of your field, this energetic pattern. Just letting you go. And then when that's done, release that sun to source and bring down another radiating sun and place that beautiful sun, that, that light into that space and just feel that light come in. Just feel that light come in. And relax. And that's one easy way to find out. So the more you're in tune with getting to know what your energy feels like, and that is also like your pain energy, your trigger energy, right? Not just your soul resonance, but your own thoughts. What types of thoughts are you having? Being real quiet with yourself. So going into meditation, meditation being 
inviting in your thoughts, not trying to get them to go away, inviting in your emotions, your anxiety, your fears, your frustration, and learning how to be absolutely present in one with all of them. So the more you hear your own thoughts and you know your own fears, subtly what's happening is you're training your brain to recognize this is your frequency. Over time, your body becomes this really fine-tuned antenna and you will begin to feel when a resonance comes in that differentiates from your own or if there's attacking energy, you'll begin to feel like your aura collapse. And that's where empaths have a really difficult time, right? Because they feel that pushing in, but it feels like anxiety, fear. And they give in to the story of, well, I'm an empath. Okay, that means you're a superpower human being. You're like Wonder Woman and Superman. If you're an empath, you have a very deep ability to feel, and you're, you're having a deep ability to also transmute that energy. So it's really a very strong gift, which I know at times can feel like a curse. I get that. I <laughs> totally do. Been there, done that. You know, but it also says... At the same time, I can right now choose in this moment to recognize this is my nervous system that's in need of healing, and I can honor myself if I need to by stepping away until I'm able to handle that type of energy or turning my mm -hmm. phone off or not doing this or that, whatever the case may be. But if you're out in the store and you know, you're know you feeling these energies come in, I say activate your Care Bear heart and bless the shit out of these people. Like literally, I walk through the store <laughs> and I put all this light around me. I use ultraviolet fire, which is a very transformative energy. So it looks literally like an ultraviolet black light. So I do gold and I do white and um, ultraviolet fire around me. And then I platinum seal the 12th dimensional platinum seal. Um, one that helps the energies that are polarized to begin to integrate much more easily. So a 12D seal is very important for people who are awake up and who are star seeds or source seeds and coming through that process will help a lot um, and then I just bless them I mean I walk by everybody and in my head they're like getting little golden arrows shot at them like may you be blessed with abundance may you be blessed with love may you be blessed with peace and that's actually my ritual every single night standing out on my back door may you be blessed with this may you be blessed with that maybe you know i just bless mm. everybody because we if we have a choice we can choose to be fear um which some of it is the body and i think when we can recognize that the body is responding to an evolutionary process of us becoming more fine-tuned to energies more aware of these subtle energies that perhaps it has not recognized for a very long time and we can begin to bless rather than shut down or fear just breathe our way through it and just open and just start blessing everybody um, it helps Plus, taking care of your body, proper supplements, asking your body what it needs, making sure mm -hmm. you're eating healthy, getting your exercise, because your adrenals are on hyperdrive. You got to learn to relax and you got to learn to take care of the body to get through healing the nervous system. And yeah, you can start. Yeah. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> I actually just learned how to make homemade gummy bears and I'm so obsessed because I've been eating like a lot, a lot, a lot of processed stuff, but I just like love like gummy candy. It's like my latest and greatest <laughs> obsession. But I'm like, I get to I get to have this. I get to have yeah. this. Like, it's good. It's called honoring your human side, right? Mm-hmm. We're here to become and are divine human beings. We're here remembering that. But, you know, a lot of people forget the human part of that. Mm-hmm. You know, we're here to have a beautiful experience. And sometimes we get so caught up in the right and the wrongs of spirituality. And, you know, mm-hmm. lately it just feels like, in many cases, spirituality is turning into a religion. I mean, there's so much judgment and do this, don't do that, or you're on this path or that yes. path. And it's like spirituality is your own personal connection to, to your own remembrance of the mother father god christ self that is within you and trust me if i'm able to find it still be this human being and a mom and swear and drink coffee and eat my sugar i think we're all good like there's no right or wrong way to reconnect with your being and um you know that doesn't negate or think you know i want to correct that there's there's no right or wrong way to connect with your being not to be mistaken for right or wrong in the world because there is evil in the world and um, so not everything is just the divine plan obviously not everything here that's happening right now is a part of this divine plan the divine plan Mm -hmm. would never have evil associated with it for awakening other Mm -hmm. individuals so the divine wants nothing to do with harm and separation that would be man and Luciferian energy. So, you know. Let's talk about the energy that's happening right now. Cause that's something I know you said, like we just got to keep going. And I think for myself, like these past few weeks have been really up and down. And I think a lot, a lot of people are feeling that energy and questioning things. And so much is coming to the surface right now with everything going on and astrology and the world and our own internal world, I just feel like there's a lot happening. What would you have to say? <laughs> well, we are definitely Here's the, I have the floor. <laughs> what I would say the most right now and you know, what has been happening for the last several months, really since the beginning of the year, it's all about coming back into yourself, really not giving up, persevering, but, you know, especially with the gate, since we've opened the, the, the Syrian gate, you know, these higher influxes of energy, it's just influx after influx after influx. For those who don't know, like when we talk about gates and stargates and portals, what that is, is it's, it's kind of like no different than the, um, the program or the song being inside of that frequency band that, you know, comes from the, the radio station to the radio to the person. And when we talk about openings in the, in the cosmic levels and receiving light codes and downloads or things like that, it's literally the same process. So it's coming from the great central sun to our star, the sun through the cosmos to our sun, and then coming down into our body and nourishing us with these, these codes, these activations, this information that's on these streams of light that we absorb 
through our food, through being in the sun, et cetera. So let's clear that up first and foremost. So that's why it feels so intense because it's a lot of information and more people are coming into that level of sensitivity. And the brain is like, this is a lot of stimulus for me right now. So it has like this nervousness, this anxiety, this pressurized feeling to it because I think in in all the years of my awakening this year has been the most intense pressurized income of information mm -hmm. from the cosmos so it activates and it talks to the DNA and that gives us our revelation so basically what's happening right now is we're getting ready to have and I don't know when you're putting this out for everyone, but we'll be around that new moon energy. It's a second new moon in Cancer, which is rare, very rare <laughs> to have two new moons in the same sign in the same month. It, you know, that same pattern is very rare. So basically, what's happening is we had our new moon, full moon. We had the eclipse with all of that. We had a partial lunar eclipse with all that. And it's all happening in Cancer, which is all about emotion, which is all about look at your shits. Like, come on, guys. Like, let's stop, like, distracting ourselves, putting ourselves out into the world. We really need to stop and come inward. And we need to see what wounds are trying to come up, what's trying to come to the forefront. What is it that we're working so hard at that we don't even feel passion or joy for. But somewhere years ago, we decided it was our passion and our purpose. And, you know, but we don't even really want to do it anymore. But if we were really honest, we would be doing this. But we can't do this because what would anybody else think or what would they say? So I'm going to do what doesn't feel right for me. So that's being called forward to really let go, right? Let that go, but don't give up. Whatever you do, the energy is coming from right now for the next two months as transition through all going to be even more intense in building and building and building. And, you know, it is like, it's, it's to build in such intensity that you have to look at it. You have to be able to release what's not serving you anymore so that you can create these foundations of where you are meant to be. These are the destiny codes, the trinity codes, this whole um, gate, these whole energies that I've been pouring in since I want to say, I think I was April because they started coming in long before. And I was like, oh my goodness, it's going to be intense. You know, are all about aligning us with our destiny if we don't give up. So for a lot of people, you're being called to let go of what isn't serving you, like to really have an honest, hard look at yourself, whether that's work, relationships, uh, friendships, you know, dynamics. What is it that you're holding on to that's making you just absolutely miserable and let it go and believe in yourself enough to let it go. And where are you being called to step forward? Where are you being called to live in your passion? Be smart about it. You don't want to just make, this is not the energy where you're just going blindly into the mind. There needs to be a plan, an action plan. Like be smart about what you're doing, um, but take the jump, take the leap. But for the next several weeks, the energy will very much be one of that's it. 
I'm done. I'm so frustrated with pushing and applying myself. And this is what I really love. Give up. Whatever you do, do not give up. Persevere. Push through it. Um, this energy is very testing to see who's going to keep going. And what I was saying, Shelby, before a call was, you know, about don't give up on yourself because there's so many people in your life that that you wouldn't even, they will walk away from you. They will not believe in you. But God, whatever you do, do not ever give up on yourself. You're here. You're on purpose. Beautiful, divine. And I can tell you, whenever I stepped into this journey, I stepped away from a lot of people who did not believe in me who called me evil they walked clean away from me and it was the best thing I could have ever done ever done and even then I you know I met people who I just knew would never abandon me they were like they had my back they too will walk away from you and it's so important in life let those people go don't question, don't take it personally. You're growing and perhaps they're not, you know, look at, but you look at how you can grow, how they can grow, but just keep going. Keep your head down, focus on nothing else. Keep your head down and keep going. Don't let other people throw you off. Right? I love that. If they walk away, they walk away. Yeah. It's not personal. It's resonance. And the universe is just pulling everything like it's just aligning everyone if they're able to to really commit themselves to what they're doing and that doesn't I mean and I'm not just talking about a healer a medium I'm not talking just in that field I'm talking every aspect so whether you could be a janitor and it's more you know every aspect of your life it's not just your work it's every aspect of your life is being called up on a screen right now what are you going to continue with? Because whatever you decide right now, you will be dealing with for the next, you know, three years. In three years, you'll have another opportunity for change. If you choose it again, you've got 30 years of it. So, you know, do your work. Don't feel like you're rushed, but do what's right for you. If it's not right for you anymore, then have the courage to put your head down, say what you need to say, release what you need to release, make the changes you need to make, and go full bore. Run. Run for the border. You know? It's gonna be it's gonna be really intense, you know, really, really intense. So Yeah. And it is like just speaking to what you said about people giving up on you, you will be shocked at every level because even in the two-year period where I really stepped into the spiritual path, I was shocked. You know, it's like when I first, even just starting my business and health and wellness coaching, my friends I had then fell away, made comments, mm -hmm. distanced themselves. And then at the next phase and the next phase, and even with the most recent events that have happened in my own life, I'm watching people walk away. And all I can do is say, okay, what do I believe is true about me? Yeah. What is an integrity for me? What am, what is, cause at the end of the day, everyone's going to have their perceptions of you. Everyone's going to have their own path, their own journey, their own stories. I was just talking with Jamie about this last night of like two people can do that same exact situation on their perception and get two totally different stories out of it. 
Mm-hmm. So we can never take anything personally because people have so much. And like you said, we're, I think you said this before the call even, or maybe right at the beginning, we're only taking in 10% of our reality. Yeah. So we're not ever, 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 ever going to get the whole truth. So we have to know what is true for us, what is true of us. Yeah. And that's, that's all we can like step into and lean into. Yeah. And you got to be willing to grow and evolve, you know, and as long as you're willing to grow and evolve for what's right for you, then you can never really truly be alone because you don't want to be at the end of life and not have done what you were here to do. Um, Because if if the person isn't growing and evolving with you, they're not for you. You know, I think who is it Ralph smart? This is if you ain't help, helping me evolve, you know, you're out. Like, and you're either here to help me evolve or you're gone. Um, because the rest of it is really just a waste of time. Bless them. It doesn't need to be personal, but you're just not on alignment anymore. And, you know, sadly, we all have those friends and we have those family members too that they don't want us to succeed mm-hmm. or to go in that direction because then they have to look at the fact that they're doing nothing with their life. So they would much rather keep you in that space that's comfortable for Mm -hmm. them. And, you know, so you really have to look at those aspects of, am I letting people hold me back right now? Or, you know, not that they can hold you back, but are you allowing yourself to be held back by other people? I should say. Yeah. So yeah. It's like, we are so afraid of what everyone around us thinks that we're the ones who hold us back. And it's very easy in those moments to say, I couldn't do that because so-and-so, mm-hmm. but that's, that's giving away our power. And that's something that you talked about too, is like, we need to take our power back in this moment and in this, this period of time and stepping into that. No one else is the dictator of your life. And we can't, we can't walk around blaming other people for the path that we are choosing to walk down, whatever path that may be. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, there's a million excuses that can come to the surface of, oh, well, you know, I don't have this and I don't have that or I have kids. And But really, if you want something bad enough, you're going to find a way. And yes, I can say that. And I can say that honestly and wholeheartedly as a person who's been homeless, as a person who, when I chose this career path, I literally left a six-year relationship with two minor children with no car. And I had just quit my job as an insurance agent to be a stay-at-home mom because he, you know, I was like, that was before the awakening part. <laughs> and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I really don't want to stay home. I love my job. But okay. So I didn't have my own income and the car was in his name. And, you know, so there's always a way. There's always a way. Not that I'm encouraging people to walk out. What I'm trying to say is we can tell ourselves a million stories and a million reasons not to do what we're being called to do. But I didn't really think twice about it. I was like, yeah. I'm going to do it. And he definitely did not support me. And his family called me evil. And to this day, you know, they still think I'm pretty evil because, you know, they don't understand that it's all about love. But it's all about just doing what you're called to do, whatever is igniting your heart. Um, but be think it through. Have a plan. This isn't the time to just be like, ah, 
flying with the winds. You need, you need a plan. Yeah. You need direction, you know. Um, but don't, don't let the buts and the what ifs stand in the way. Transform that perspective into, okay, how do I create this? How do I navigate this? Bring it into asking for divine solution. Say, what is the divine solution to this? You know, and it will come. And once you ask, it will be given. I mean, that's how it works. Mm -hmm. Trying to step onto your highest path. If there's any obstacle in your way, you can ask for the solution. So even in A Course in Miracles, which I love teaching A Course in Miracles, you know, for every quote-unquote problem, the divine solution is always wrapped in a nice bow, and it's only your perception of time that says that time must pass before you can find the solution. Mm -hmm. So the solution is always tucked in with the problem simultaneously. You just have to drop into that awareness for a moment mm -hmm. and let that problem speak to you and allow it to present a solution for you because it's there. So many, so many wisdom nuggets and exactly what I needed right now, but I'm sure everyone listening is feeling the exact same thing. So thank you for everything you've shared thank with you us for today. Me. Really? Oh. Your audience, I can, I can feel them, and they just feel so beautiful. And, of course, you are amazing, and Jamie's amazing, and, you know, you guys are just all an amazing group of individuals that I'm honored that I got to meet and connect with. So I'm really... Oh, the feeling is so, 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 so mutual. Truly. Is there any last words of wisdom that are coming through for you right now otherwise I want to make sure that I'm able to have people connect with you as well yeah there is it's going to be really important um, to hold as much of a balance as you can to really allow yourself to focus on the human aspect the human side of your body meaning personal connection like remember what it's like to be a person as we go through these next few months try to stay in your body with your relationships and your family and your friends try to stay very connected and grounded also taking care of your um, eating right eating light lots of water making sure you're exercising you know feeding that mental health properly is going to be really important because you know when we see such high influxes of energy coming in, right? It's like that Tesla ball that we talked about. It has to be able to have a very strong, healthy body to come into. If the body gets stressed because we have the neural circuits and the electronics, like the electromagnetics through our body, if it gets stressed, it can create illness and pain and depression and anxiety. So feed your body to live, you know, like eat to live. Um, keep yourself, because a lot of people are about to be upgraded. If we could use that example from like a 110 in your house to like the 220. So make sure, <laughs> make sure you're eating good supplements, exercise, really important so that you're able to have that state of 
ease and flow through these transitions as that information begins to come into your body um, because it does have density to it. So ease and flow. And that's, it's very important to take care of the physical body right now. Connection is so important right now. Yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> and I know there, that you wanted to share a special gift with the audience. And do you want to tell them a little bit about that and then where they can find you as well? Oh, yes. Um, what I have for the audience, it's a free, it's called a Christic Heart Activation. And what that does is we actually bring in that love of the universe the love of the christ at heart we talk about how the dimensions where you know density we're going into the fifth density and we connect with our 12th dimensional christic higher Self, and we bring and embody in the Christic Sophianic heart energy, the true higher self, your Christ itself, the true you. And we embody that through the heart. We begin to actually open the heart and remove and pull out like grief. And we go through the 12 petals of the heart. So, you know, like joy, compassion, abundance, patience, love, harmony, etc. And we begin to actually open the heart and unfold the chambers of the heart and opening the heart center front and back. Because a lot of people work from the front of the heart chakra and they don't focus so much on the back and it creates an imbalance of being able to give and receive. So if the heart and the back is closed, we're not receiving that divine love from the universe, the back of the heart chakra is incredibly important. And so we connect to the Christ self and we activate that. We pull those frequencies, that information, those codes for the DNA in. And then we open the heart center and activate all centers and all petals of the heart and run that through mm -hmm. the body. So it's just a free little webinar and activation, but it was pretty powerful. So Sounds I thought it would be a good time to share that. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. So definitely. Open. Yes. Definitely go check that out. That's going to be linked in the show notes. And where can the listeners find you? Um, well, you guys can find me at um, www.multidimensionalsoulite.com. Or you can find me on, on Instagram at Caragos. So. And then I'm on YouTube too, but we're in the middle of transitioning channels. So um, if you follow me on YouTube, because we do energy transmissions and meditations and just me talking about whatever I feel like. That's <laughs> 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 what I do on the podcast. I'm like, I'm talking about this today. <laughs> yeah, it's me talking about whatever I feel like, you know, for like five <laughs> and then I, okay and rant <laughs> you know <laughs> um, I'm in the process of transitioning from one channel to another but um, you'll want the one with the least amount of subscribers right now because that'll be the newer channel but that's under Kara Goss K-A-R-A-G-O-S-S multi-dimensional soul light for really great meditations and transmissions and things like that so yeah Perfect. We will link all that in the show notes. Thank you. Thank you again for being here. It's been such a pleasure. Yes, I've absolutely loved chatting with you, Shelby. I'm sending you guys all my love and my blessings. Thank you so much for having me.